0: So I joined a tea club. I'm sorry, what? I joined a tea club. What? What is that? It was a tea club. Um. So uh, my husband and I, Chris, who's never listened to this podcast or any other podcast that we've ever done and and, and never will, uh, we went on a romantic weekend trip without the children. Mm-hmm and it, it was not very we only went like a couple hours away we basically hung out in a cabin away from my kids it was so relaxing it was like did i tell you this like it was nice but then it was like almost worse to go and relax somewhere because then you come back home and you're like oh i yeah. i still have children so Aww. i mean i love them you know but it's like now you're just like well that all that relaxing is i has been un- i'm unrelaxed now but um so we went into Delanica. have you been to Delonica? oh my god Sam did I you just there. go we just went yeah that's right we okay. got our art from there that's right you guys went and got some art um anyway there's a lovely tea um and witchy shop on the uh, uh on the in the da- on the little square oh we we missed it uh called gypsy teas i think okay. um and uh so I'm drinking one of their teas right now. It's I think it's called Don't Tell Grandma or something. Ooh, and it's because it's, it's, it's supposed to taste like a freshly baked cookie, which kind of does. Uh, don't it's Tell delicious. Grandma. Don't Tell Grandma. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they, they hooked me at the counter. They're like, hey, we do this tea club for like four, 14 bucks a month or something. They send you tea and, uh, you know, like a, a card that like tells you some things, some spiritual things to work on so it's not like
1: a club where you go and do like a uh like a talkie oh no we don't
0: sit around although i i I don't have time for that really right now but it's definitely something i'd be open to um i'm just about like when you said that you joined a tea
1: club i was imagining you like in a room in a circle full of other tea aficionados like talking about how much you love tea
0: That actually sounds really nice, and I would definitely join something like that. But no, they send me teas, and I'm supposed to try new teas every month.
1: Nice. Well, you would love to do that. Yeah. So
0: I'm probably going to be overflowing with tea now. You know, Um, I thought you already were. I am. It's. I have a whole cabinet just full of tea. Um. So, but I gotta say, don't tell Grandma. Is is delicious. It does kind of look like uh,
1: milk you'd have, and you'd put some Oreos in it, like you uh, dug well, some I, Oreos I put in put milk. Some
0: cream. This isn't what the tea naturally looks like. Um, it does look a bit like a. I'm drinking a cup of Bailey's Irish Cream right now. It's a. Uh, it, no, I just put a little uh, non-dairy creamer in it. Well, what I mean is, it's
1: it's like brown, like it looks. Yes, like it, is, yeah. it has Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's like tastes like chocolatey. It's very good. Yeah. Like it's. Nice um how are you oh
1: i how just want you to know about your teas
0: yes i'm good. oh you want to know more i could continue to talk i bought no, like no, six just... bags of like big giant bags of tea while i was there yeah i could tell you about is all of them
1: chris an enabler or is he more of a he a big begru- grudging like i guess this is one of Nicole's cole's things like
0: well he didn't try to stop me uh mm-hmm. from buying all the teas. Um, mm-hmm. He, I think, he wanted to go outside, but it was raining, so he just kind of had to stand limply in the corner while I smelled all the teas. Because <laughs> you know they have the little canisters, and you can. I mean, you know, uh, I didn't put my face too close to it because you know we don't want to be spreading germs around in this mm-hmm. time that we live in. Although I am vaccinated, of course, I'm. You know, and I was wearing a mask. Uh, not a lot of people wearing masks these days, but I'm still wearing the mask when I go into into a public place, like inside. Yeah,
1: yeah me too. Except if I have to eat.
0: Yeah, right. So I'm just like not ready to take the mask off. Most partially because like I got kids, and the you know like I don't know what happens if I get exposed to COVID and then you know bring that home. I don't know. I just don't want. Uh, I don't want the children to get it because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I've been staying pretty careful as much careful as i can i guess i don't know um, yeah no
1: i mean any store i go into i, I wear a mask any like if, if even if i'm like outside around a bunch of people i wear a mask yeah um yeah. yeah
0: fair so today by the way welcome to the adam and andy podcast oh welcome of course welcome yes. i'm one of your hosts oh, nicole here. i'm your other host sarah and while this may seem like it is a podcast about tea, I've tried. Sarah won't have it. I reject it. <laughs> uh this is actually a podcast where we um enjoy we take in, we digest. We thirst for we thirst for uh the well, we don't do we thirst for the films? Anyway, this is we watch Adam Driver and Andy Sandberg movies, TV, etc. And we um we we look respectfully. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We dissect carefully and respectfully. We just dis- we just dis- dissect carefully and respectfully every single thing. Kind of creep cre- creepy actually. Yeah, it I makes us like- sound a little bit like serial killers. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um. Today we're going to be talking. We're back to our Brooklyn Nine Nine rewatch, which I suppose I'm kind of I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm hoping we'll get through season one before we hop over to season eight, which will be coming out in August. So not too far away. I guess we have like hmm. Ooh, we might only have like one more hmm. week of We won't be able to get there. one. That's okay. Maybe two yeah. more weeks. Cause I think it comes out the twelfth. Anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. But um but that's okay. Uh we're watching we're doing a rewatch of Brooklyn Nine Nine season one. And then when uh the new season comes out, we'll take oh. a pause and then we'll watch that. Um or maybe I don't know, we can talk about this, I guess, next episode. Uh, when we're picking the movie for the next week, but we could also take a little Brooklyn 99 break in between season one and our rewatch and do like some a little on lonely island or something like that. We'll see. The sky's the limit. Anyway, we'll be talking about Brooklyn 99 episodes nine, 10, 11 and 12 today.
1: Um thank goodness I watched those.
0: They I for a second there I was worried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want no. <laughs> I rewatched the last four episodes.
0: Just kidding. You're I only yeah. we you were no, like oh, we're only 12. talking about these four for the next yeah. year. Every yeah. second of mm-hmm. it, um, that would be excruciating. I mean, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but you know, yeah. Uh, before we get into that, would you like to get into some Adam and Andy news? Yes. Okay. So, uh, couple things, and I think I have. Let me just pull up. I think it might help if I have my. My Twitter is handy, where some of this information exists. Uh, So I'm going to start with Andy this week. Um, So first of all, oh, uh, Andy is going to be voicing a character in a video game. Uh, uh, game? uh, uh, The game is called Borderlands, so I've never played it. So this just came out. This information just came out recently. Uh, The game is Borderlands, but it's actually a spinoff game called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I'm sorry. Um, I hear the name
1: Borderlands and I picture a bunch of, like, people with guns on giant... Yeah, it
0: seems a bit like um, Like, Mad um, Max Fury
1: Road. Mad Max Fury Road, exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: And then I hear tiny Tina's... And then it's like more of a Thumbelina kind of situation. Okay. You know, I've not played this game. So maybe the listeners uh tweeted us at Adam If you wanna, if you've played Tiny Tina, because this is part the a second Tiny Tina. This is Tiny Tina 2. Uh so if you've played Tiny Tina, uh I don't know, tell us maybe tell us a little bit about it. I don't know much about it. I was just reading about this particular uh development, in Andy's career. So he's gonna be playing a character called Captain Valentine. Oh, my goodness. Um, and that will be released sometime in early 2022. Wow. I want to hear it. Yeah. I want to hear it's Captain Valentine. I mean, that sounds adorable, doesn't it? Adorable. Um. So tweet at us. Tell us a little bit about Tiny Tina, if you've played that game. Uh, I'm not a big I'm not big into video games. I'll be honest. I only uh, play games that are S- Star Wars related. Um, it's true. <laughs> Uh, I did play a lot of VR games while I was in uh, quarantine, because uh, I was trying to escape reality, to be honest. Um, and so I played a lot of games, but it was mostly Star Wars. Um, uh, other bit of info, a little other bit of news for Andy. So Hotel Transylvania, yeah, new trailer came out recently. What? Uh Hotel Transylvania, Transformania is the name of the sequel. Is it four? Um, Huh?
1: Is it is it the fourth film? Uh, I, Transformania?
0: I, oh, you know what? I think it might be. I've only seen like the first two. Uh my kids actually really like uh, Hotel Transylvania. Um yeah, so it's coming out uh October. It says October 1st, 2021. Okay. Hotel Transylvania Transformania. So that's all the that's all the Andy news I got at the moment. Brooklyn right. Nine Nine yeah. will be premiering soon, but has not yet. Cool. Uh, all right, so moving on to Adam. Um, fuck, there's so much to talk about, Sarah. I don't even know where to start. Um, Annette premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. I heard it uh, went well. Yeah, it went. Apparently, I mean, there was a five minute standing ovation at the end of the movie yeah uh unclear whether adam stayed to watch it he usually doesn't but it seemed yeah but he was like there at the beginning i don't know if he had slipped back in at the end uh i don't know if they if they strapped him to a chair and made him forced him to watch himself he looked i'll be honest in some of the photos he looked a little stressed (laughs) uh he seemed a little stressed at times um also at the very end of the movie uh, the director lit up a cigarette inside the theater and then handed him a cigarette, and they both just smoked in the theater. <laughs> Adam smoked. He smokes. You you didn't I know didn't that smokes. Well, what? he did, and then he quit, and now he's he's been spotted smoking again a lot. So yeah, he's Adam definitely smoking. He actually blew smoke into the camera the into the camera that was pointed at his face. Uh. It was very. It was a real bad boy move. The internet went, Twitter went fucking insane. Everyone's, everyone's panties just melted immediately. It's I'm serious. too late to smoke. It's too late.
1: It's too late in the day or in well, life? too late in the world. We know oh, better. Okay. We know better not to smoke.
0: I know. Smoke, you know what, Sarah? I agree smoking is bad for you. I don't know why he looks so good doing it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be with someone who smokes. I used to smoke. I don't think you knew me when I smoked, but I smoked no, for a I long didn't. time. Yeah, uh, Both my husband and I used to smoke. I smoked for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I have no desire to go back.
1: But I would still love you if you smoked, but I would be Aww, very sad.
0: Sarah. I would. Of course I would. I would never be able to smoke because you would look at me with those sad eyes, like just knowing that my death was going to come sooner. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yet he looks so hot doing it. I can't even tell you. Like, I don't like smoking, but he looks hot doing it. I, I hope he quits. But in the meantime, we have, we have that to look at. Um, so uh, let me just go to some visual aids. Let, let okay. me actually, let me pull them up because I realized that I didn't do that. So let me just go to, let's go to some visual aids. Um, uh, there was a lot of photos. Um. There was a lot of photos. These were supposed to be in order. Okay, there we are. Uh, there were a lot of photos taken. I I could have there. I literally, we literally could have spent hours looking at it. When I tell you, Twitter this week was insane. Okay. Um Everyone was going fucking bananas. At one point, people were just tweeting like, I need a break. They were just like, I need I to, I, I, please, I, I can't handle this. It's too much. People were just like inundated. They were like overwhelmed with all wow. the Adam content on, on Twitter this week. It was wow. glorious. And it was just fun. It was fun because people, I think the people that are fans of this actor are obviously very thirsty, uh, but also have a really good sense of humor. And, um, so it's just, it was just kind of really fun to get caught up in that energy. Um, it was kind of that same feeling of like, when, remember when, during the house of Gucci and like all the pictures were coming out and people are like sharing pictures all day long. And, you know, it was that same energy where it's just like, isn't this fun? Um, and it was just like, kind of, it was kind of fun to get caught up in it and also really hard to tear myself away and get like actual real life work done. (laughs) Because I just was like refreshing Twitter all day long, Um, so let's go to some uh, visual aids. Um, uh, I did only I just pulled a couple of photos here. Let me see if I can zoom in on this a little bit. Can you see? Can you see? see Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll describe. So those of you guys that are watching the vidcast on critical crop tops youtube channel you'll see what we're seeing but uh i'll just describe it for the listeners so we were looking at uh, this is one of adam's looks for the day he had sort of this like blue dark blue shirt black jacket and this is him just like at the press call uh this is he one looks, of his smiling photos other photos, he looked very stressed I'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah like- yeah like he's putting on, like, a,
1: hey, I'm smiling, right? Ha! I, I, you know, I saw
0: this video clip where this photo, around the time this photo was taken, I'm pretty sure, he, it seemed like he saw somebody he recognized that he was actually uh, waving at. Okay. okay. Um, so, I think it was genuine. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. a lot of it was, like, he was standing there, like, fuck, when is this going to be over? Like, you could see, he had, like, a serious case of, like, please get me out of here. Like, remember the, on Saturday Night Live, have you ever watched that Saturday Night Live monologue where he talks about how, in press photos. He, he looks like he's a kidnap victim. Um, no I missed that one. Oh, okay well I'm sure we'll get to it when we look at his SNL appearances but anyway it, there were a lot Of <laughs> kidnapped victim photos uh, But he's doing his best I mean you know This is all part of the celebrity the circus Of celebrity it's mm-hmm. like you're you p- go To do a film and you're happy about the film And you're proud of the film but then you gotta It's very weird I'll be honest looking at the Watching the photo call I was like shit if that were me I'd be overwhelmed too you know mm-hmm. Like everyone's taking it in stride really well but it's Like they parade them out Like I don't know they parade them out like uh like like weird objects uh the mm-hmm. actors and the director they stand in front of this podium there's reporters on behind and in front of you and you have to turn around and it's like you want pictures which, of your butt i mean i uh, probably but i think they're trying to get the face is the point yeah. like i mean the butt is only worth so much uh on a the cover of a magazine I suppose anyway um you know they're like facing front and they're smiling and there's like a thousand cameras going off and everybody's shouting your name and then you have to turn around and go to the other side it was very weird um I feel like it would be a sensory overload um but here he is taking it in stride um next photo uh, is a one of the new stills from the movie. So this is just like a still from the film. Oh My God! Uh the hair. Can we talk the about hair. the hair? Is Can that we talk his real about hair? It? Did he grow out his hair? I maybe. I don't think so. Uh, what I will say is that his hair looks dry. I want, I want him. I want to put some conditioner in it. <laughs>
1: I know, But I, I think oh that's gosh.
0: what they were, I think that was an, yeah. I think that's obviously the look, but I mean, I just am concerned. Uh, wow. Obviously, he's yeah. okay, because his hair looks fine now. But I was like, Jesus Christ, uh, wow. I have my hair gets like that if I'm out in the he sun kind too kind of long. reminds me of Gaston for yeah. some reason, that like. He's got a bit of a chiseled. Oh, my God. Sarah! You know what I need to do here? I forgot to I forgot to download this, but I'm going to real quick. I need to find the quote. So the filmmaker who made Annette had this really interesting quote about him and about like, you know, his look. But yeah, um, so you're saying you think he has a bit of a G- Gaston look, is what you're saying? Just oh, so audience, this is a uh, if you're because of the hair and the the face, and right? The, if you're listening to the us
1: and in
0: audio in the audio only yeah, version, uh, we're looking stern. at a still of Henry McHenry in his Jaw. motorcycle jacket with his flowing locks. Um, shit, where is this quote? I I don't want to butcher it, but I I do know most of it so I could say it but basically he said that I'll just paraphrase so sorry listeners if I fuck this up but basically uh the the, the director of Annette said I, he saw Adam on girls so he actually talked to him seven years ago about doing a movie together uh what the director said about him was that he he said his he was like wow this man is beautiful he's like masculine and feminine at the same time he's feline he called him feline. And um, he said that he was made for my camera. That's what he said. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I look at this picture and I'm like, I can see. He
1: was made for my camera. That's such a French thing to say. It's very
0: French. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm looking at this picture. I'm like, yes, like, I can totally see all those things at play here. Um, Here's a photo, just like a behind the scenes photo of them on set um Mm, oh the hair again i think that is his hair yeah i think so too um and it's fair it's i like i like the curl i like the curls i like the curls that reminds me of my hair actually yeah i i feel like my hair like i need to put a little oil in my hair to keep it from getting frizzy like that but um here's a photo of all of uh everyone at the photo call so Mm -hmm. the sparks brothers uh simon uh Marion Cotillard I'm not sure what's who th- I guess those other guys are producers and then of course the um director I love I Marion Cotillard I'm sure she's name.
1: not technically wearing bike shorts but they look like bike shorts
0: and I love she it she looks amazing I is love it? the hair the Leo, side like swoop Leos Leos is the director's look name look at her Leos side Cox. swoop I know she looks so adorable she looks like and her shoes are yes. amazing. He's bla- yes. She's got this black and white, like, sort of skater look to her. Uh, this was yeah. Adam on the red carpet, so he's wearing his oh, bow tie. Oh, he looks and- happy. Yeah, he looks adorable. Um, and then, oh, the last piece of news... Well, actually, there's one more thing I want to slightly address before we move on, but uh, the last thing I wanted to say, the last sort of news item I guess I was going to cover was that uh, the day after the premiere it was announced that... Um, the Burberry campaign that he shot ages ago is going to be coming out. I think in August. When you say um,
1: a-, a ages ago, do you mean years ago? Or no, like it was like ago? last year.
0: Like people have been okay. talking about it on Twitter. Like, when is this campaign going to come out? So he like Burberry basically. It's the Burberry fragrance, mm-hmm. and they basically released this press release on like the day of or the day after the premiere saying like Adam is the new face of Burberry and so um, did he agree to that yeah I mean did he agreed to be the new face of Burberry yeah he's in the commercial they shot a commercial Sarah oh he was riding a horse with no shirt on there's pictures why would he do that because why would he sell out for that are money I, I don't know, know.
1: because
0: if you it's make all acting well, okay, so you're you so you don't like that he's done a commercial, is what you're saying? Well, I I
1: always thought of him as being like he does all those watches commercials.
0: He does all those watches. Yes, I didn't know he did commercials. Uh, well, like stuff like high end stuff like watches, and I mean not like Cheerios. Although respect, if you're gonna do a if he's gonna do a commercial for like you know uh, Oscar Mayer Wieners or something, I I'll get behind that. But yeah, it's usually I for high-end stuff like watches. Cheer,
1: cheer, Cheerios more. Can you imagine,
0: know. like, Adam Driver acting the shit out of a Cheerios commercial?
1: <laughs> I would like that.
0: So you'd rather see him do a Cheerios commercial? Yes. I just, I don't know. What about it's- Adam doing a Subway commercial, like wearing a hairnet? Sure. Yes. Yes. Anyway, this is actually a photo that was posted to the Burberry um, mm. Instagram. This was sort of like their announcement. This was the photo that they used. Okay. So yeah, he's... He's, you know, very dapper. Yes, and those are all my visual aids for this yeah. week. Um, His skin looks good in black and white. It it, it does. It, it it definitely does. Um, I will post these in the, uh, on the in on Twitter. I'll post them in the replies of the uh, episode for this week. So if you are listening to us and you want to see what photos I'm talking about, uh, you'll you can find them on Twitter at Adam that's where you can find us. Anyway, um, that's that's all the news news. Well, not really. There's one last thing. I feel like we can't move on without talking about it. And you know, know what, what it is, right?
1: Say. Yes, the the Cundalingus with the while well, singing.
0: Yes. Um, and this has been confirmed by many people on Twitter who actually did see the movie. Um, so apparently, well, not okay, well, Sarah, that's what I told you guys that, but apparently there's lots of it, ha- it happens more than once, first of all. So supposedly, uh, so they're singing all live. Yeah. Just like they did with uh, A Star Is Born. They're recording the music live on set. Okay. Apparently, there's a scene where he's he's going down on her and singing at the same time. <laughs> Sarah, you are a trained actor and singer, right? Yes. What do you think might be of a con- of concern? As a singer, if you are singing and going down on someone at the same time, what, um, what, 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 what would be a technical as a tech technical concern as a maybe singer fluids?
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, also, you're not in the right position to
0: sing okay so like you'd be concerned about your, the diaphragm
1: or stay standing if you're like
0: hunched over like so you're concerned really about the diaphragm the diaphragm yes. the diaphragm placement so yes do you have any Fluid, advice
1: diaphragm okay um yep. that's that's those are the big fluids two. and diaphragm yeah, yeah i mean yeah. you got
0: to watch out for those fluids although it is good to keep the throat moist <laughs> do you have any advice for someone how to how to work how to you know get past those pitfalls say, as a trained um, singer
1: do it in a position where um hmm there's got to be a position where you're not hunched over so maybe like straighten put your stick your chest out a little bit
0: while you do it. Or maybe right? she she stands and you just kneel and just like, and just like, like, as if it's one of those great big, like, if it's like one of those big horns you use to call, exactly. you know, call the buffalo, like one of those exactly. big, it's like one of those cornucopia horns and you just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, put your mouth right up on it and well, might even yes. magnify the sound.
1: Have you ever gotten raspberries down
0: there? On my, my, on my, my mm-hmm. lady parts? Mm hmm. I can't say that I have, but I am now I'm curious. I would suggest it. Okay. All right. Vibrate, break, break, rations. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always thought of a raspberry as a silly thing, but you know. It's silly. You laugh, but you're also, it's also like. Ooh. But you can have both. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Well, I think that's all we'll say about that because we're going to reserve judgment until we actually see the movie, right? But I, this yes. th- thing sounds fucking wild. Yeah. I will say, and I don't, I know we're taking up a lot of time. I will, um, of course, put in the show notes where you can skip ahead to actually listen to us talking about Brooklyn 99 if you want to skip all this. Um, but I did Get listen the- to the whole soundtrack. Okay. Um, it's not out on the US in the US yet, but someone on Twitter posted so in Europe you can hear listen to it mm-hmm. on Spotify and YouTube. Okay. And I'm still waiting for my record. My record has not come in yet. Oh. Um, but I did listen to it it's this thing is going to be wild wild can't wait yeah i'm excited i saw in the
1: heights in theaters um you did you went to the movie sarah yes (gasps) i did was that like it was so great so we were like the only people in the theater Mm -hmm. um and uh it was it was great like it was a really well made film
0: oh good Yes, well, mu-
1: mu- did anyone sing very-
0: into anyone's pussy? No, no,
1: no. Um, it was very it, like the female characters were so well developed mm-hmm. and they were even more developed than the male characters, which was like cool. kind of bizarre for me. I was like, How is is this ha- 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 happening right now? And they developed like older women's w- 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 who- characters as
0: well. And like, great, yeah, so that's awesome yeah all right well that was a boatload of news um boatload. it was a boatload uh would you got would you like to talk about brooklyn 99 shall we shall we um so we are now at episode nine um so you want to just uh shall we just kind of go through talk a little bit about each episode i guess sounds good
1: this okay. one's called sal's pizza
0: Yes. Uh, I don't know about you, but I immediately thought about Sal's Pizza from Do the Right Thing. I don't think I've seen Do the Right Thing. Didn't we watch it with Did, when Ava was streaming those movies during quarantine? We watched Do the Right Thing one of those nights. And I swear to God, I thought you watched it.
1: I was there for the first maybe like 15... Wait, okay. no.
0: I thought you watched it with yes, us. Yes, yes, yes. I, wa- I watched it. I watched it. Sal's yes. Pizza gets destroyed uh okay yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. anyway i i don't know if those this was intentional but i immediately thought of sal's pizza and sal's pizza in brooklyn like this episode sal's pizza is in brooklyn and sal's pizza in do the right thing is also in brooklyn so anyway mm. i just immediately i was like uh oh, what mm. i mean i i know there's probably a million sal's pizzas but like that it, like sal's is such an iconic yeah name of a pizzeria to me but anyway Yeah. Anything you want to start in with about this episode? I enjoyed the
1: search histories cold open where like Jake lists all everyone's search histories.
0: That was amazing. (laughs) Very fun. Very fun. Fun. Great joke. My favorite search histories were undisclosed muscle because Terry was trying to. He's like, I found a new muscle on my body, and I wanted to know if (laughs) somebody. And dusk yogurt when when uh you know boils is like um. You know, I made desk yogurt, and he's like, "Oh, and it's very hot." I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. that really got me. I thought that was very funny.
1: Yeah. Um. So this has this episode has Patton Oswald as the the guest uh, star. He was great. He plays the fire Mar- marshal Boone. Yeah. Um. And I well, that's one of my mo- moments of thirst. Well, so I'll get to that late, late, late oh, later. Oh,
0: okay. I'm a. I can't wait. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought Pot- Patton was really funny. So the whole t- premise is there's like the pizzeria is burned down. They're trying to figure out who did it, but the police department and the firefighters have big beef.
1: Which I found hilarious. Yes. That like they have a beef.
0: <laughs> like they can't stand each other. Um, yeah. and the, it seemed like the firefighters were like kind of meatheads. Yeah. Like it seemed like the cops were dorks a bit. Yeah. And the firefighters were meatheads. Anyway, I just thought mm-hmm. that was really funny. Yeah. Um, I, I guess- di- did. you think? I know I hadn't remembered this episode at all. So did you think that Sal burnt down the pizzeria himself? Well, when
1: uh, Boone kept saying he did, I was like, "Well, it makes sense." I mean, that usually is what happens. Ha- 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 happens so i was like sure why not um
0: i thought it from the beginning i mean i'm actually glad they didn't go that way yeah because uh you know it was it would have been very expected um and i guess the point wasn't to prove jake wrong which is like i think a lot of episodes are about like jake has an idea and he relentlessly pursues it and he's wrong right and this time it was more like jake Jake and somebody he doesn't get along with bond over something really sad and they learn to mm-hmm. work together and that became yeah. what the story was about and I actually really I really liked that actually that yeah. was a change um so I really liked that a lot um I also re- there were so this episode of the four that we watched I think this one in the 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 last one episode 12 I think had the best jokes to be honest mm-hmm. um yeah because uh, the whole bit with, like, Boyle's, like, chewing up the pizza and spitting it into the bucket and having the blog and the whole mouth, ha- you know, rating it by mouth feel, that was Singing all... the
1: best pizza place.
0: Yeah, that was really Last good. Like, I started South to believe that. Yeah. I started to
1: be like, wait, why is Jake so insistent that it's the best?
0: Well, and we find out it has nothing to do with the way the pizza tastes, although apparently mm-hmm. the sauce is very good. Mm-hmm. Um... It actually had something to do with his... It was more of an emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Because his dad would take him there... Yes. um, ...after games or something? Is that right? Yeah.
0: So the whole thing is him and the fire guy are fighting... Him and Patton Oswalt are fighting, fighting, fighting the whole time. And the fire marshal doesn't want him to have access to the case. And Sal wants Jake to help him solve the case... Because the fire marshal thinks that Sal burnt down his own pizzeria... And so basically, he convinces uh, Boyles to help him sneak in, and that they get in trouble. And then he sort of reveals that, you know, the reason that Sal's is important to him is because after games, was it baseball games or something? Baseball, Baseball, of Mm -hmm. course. Uh, Baseball games, his dad would take him to the game, him and the whole team to the game afterwards, right? To Sal's. To Sal's but then his dad Left Mm -hmm. and didn't Take him to Sal's anymore and so now he and then He couldn't go to Sal's with the rest of the team Mm -hmm. after That which is really fucking Sad yeah because You know that in the writer's Room that's somebody's story like that's Somebody's actual story that's how writer's rooms Work like It's and and so again we have this Like and we've seen this in a lot of uh, Andy's work is that again We have and we knew this was coming The the bad dad or the dad that wasn't there for you or you know mm-hmm. the bad dad character which will later actually meet jake's dad eventually but but here's sort of the beginning of introducing the concept that like jake you know has a complicated relationship with his family they'll talk about it a little bit more in the thanksgiving episode and um how his you know this is the first time we're hearing that his dad like left i think mm-hmm. right this is the first mention yeah. really of his yeah. dad um but that i thought I, l- I liked how that played out. Um, that Boone, the fire marshal pat played by Pat Oswalt, Oswald gets very ps- emotional and is like, My dad left me too, and like let's work on this together. And like I thought that was a nice it was a nice change. Yeah, I
1: mean it was all very broad, like it was very oh, yeah, like un- sure. believable. Yeah, but no, it was not it was, still, it was fun.
0: Yeah, no, it was I mean, it was serious for a sitcom yeah. uh to bring something like that in. I felt like it was believable, especially because Jake like kind of rejected the notion of being comforted. Mm-hmm. like everybody was hugging him and he's like oh this is the worst uh yeah. which i totally understand because i get very weird when people when i get when i get emotional and people try to it's like when sarah and i are watching a movie and i start crying the first thing i like sarah will try to look at me and i'll be like don't look at me <laughs>
1: yeah i'll want to like reassure her but i'll just be like
0: you're not crying. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like I don't want anyone to see my emotions. I
1: can tell when you're crying because
0: you sniff. You go. Because <laughs> I'm trying to just. Yeah. I'm trying to hold it in. So I totally understand where he's coming from. Uh, I don't. I, I I mainly focused my attention on the Jake storyline, of course, in this um, in these episodes. But I did want to point out the storyline with Amy and um, uh, Rosa. Rosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Amy gets really mad because Rosa got offered a job as captain in a different uh, precinct. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it, it was really funny that I felt like even though Jake and Amy are so different quote in quotes, I feel like Jake would have re- reacted exactly the same way mm-hmm. that Amy did. Like if yeah. it had been Boyles who had been offered a, a police captain job somewhere, that he would have been just as immature, like bringing it up all day, like making snarky yeah. comments, like you know, like
1: I, to go there and yeah, talk to them and
0: exactly, like he would have done the same thing. Um, so it's really interesting because he's like the goofball rule breaker, and she's like mm-hmm. the type A straight. But they're laced, both com- but they're, competitive. Yes, they're both very competitive. So I just thought that was really interesting. I also like just generally, like storylines about women competing are often about like women competing over a man. And I, it's so Mm -hmm. boring and tired and I hate it. And I'm not saying there's no place for that in a story, but it's just like, I've seen it. It's like, it's it's so blah.
1: blah. Well, I liked the scene between them in the car at the Mm -hmm. end, after they leave the other precinct where they like have like this talk about like, we're women in a job surrounded by men. Like we need to have each, each other's backs.
0: Yeah. I love that too. That was Mm -hmm. great anything else to say about Sal's pizza um I liked the
1: storyline where Terry and Gina I- I- interview people to work there and Gina like asks all these like bizarre questions and stuff and Terry's just like I have no idea what she's doing like and then they go talk to Holt and Gina reveals like this is why I asked this this is why I said this and this is why this person or that person doesn't belong here and And I
0: I don't know about you, but I was like, okay, Gina has a plan, clearly. Um, You knew she had some kind of plan. Yes,
1: She's very smart in a position that doesn't use all of her skills.
0: Yes, that's true. So she has to,
1: like, find ways to, like, use her skills more.
0: Yeah. And I think Holt tries to give her... X, like things like tries to push her in direction where she's given responsibilities because he sees how smart she is and mm-hmm. how much she has to offer and i really love that about that yeah. relationship but yeah it's like terry is only looking at what's on the paper with and mm-hmm. and gina's looking at how they're she's they're gonna fit into the work exactly. like the culture of the work environment which is mm-hmm. really interesting yeah that's important um okay so shall we move on to thanksgiving episode 10 thanksgiving yes um God, I got to tell you, I was really sad when they started eating dinner finally and all the food tasted so bad. It's like, I get really upset. I get upset when you see holiday food and it tastes like shit. Like, have Mm -hmm. you ever been to a, have you ever been to a holiday gathering where like, you're like, I'm ready to, cause like, I like a holiday where I can eat. Like that is, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the real shit right there. It's like, I'm ready to eat. Mm-hmm. And if I go and like the green beans are soggy and the mashed potatoes are flavorless, like have you ever been to a holiday meal where it's like you get there and it's just so disappointing?
1: I have been fortunate enough to never have that happen to me. Like I've, anytime I've gone to a holiday gathering, like the food has always been re- really good. And if something
0: doesn't look that good, I just don't eat that dish. Um, I've, I've been to, I don't want to name names. Uh but I have been to I've been to a, there's one particular branch of the family tree that we're not very close to that when you go eat there it's like you know the food's going to be real bad. And it's a uh. shame cuz you're like I this on the on the surface this should be like good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh there's nothing more disappointing than being like I'm ready to th- I'm ready to overindulge. Yeah. And I can't because all this food tastes like shit. Oh. So I just really felt bad for everybody at that Thanksgiving yeah. dinner not being able to. Because I know Jake. Jake's right. It's disgusting how much we eat on Thanksgiving. But you know what? I, I love a holiday based around food. It's good to I eat love, and feel
1: good, right? And feel good. It's good. I yeah? love, like, my dad always cooks all day. He makes yeast rolls and mashed potatoes and stuffing and mm. turkey and... I bet your dad Uh, loves
0: Thanksgiving because he loves to cook. He loves
1: it. He loves to cook, yes. And we always – it's so funny. He, like, cooks all day, and then we eat for, like, 10 minutes, and then it's over. Like, we just, like, stuff our
0: faces for, like, 10 minutes. But then then the rest of the week, you get the leftovers. So you're, like, eating, like, yams for breakfast, right? Well, we all eat a lot, so, like,
1: it's more, like, the next two days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, like, it's all gone within two days, so it's, like – you've got
0: a whole house of people. Um, all right. So Jake doesn't want anything to do with Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Amy wants to have, it seemed at first I was like, okay, so Jamie, wa- Amy wants to have like the perfect Thanksgiving, but really that's not the point. Amy wants to be noticed by Holt. Yes. So she wants to have a Thanksgiving where she has an opportunity to like connect with him in some way. Mm-hmm. It's all about Holt. Um, which I thought was interesting because the the I think the easy storyline is for Amy to be like real, you know, I got everything's got to be perfect and the food's got to be perfect and the table's got, but that's yeah. not what this is about. In yeah. fact, Amy doesn't give a shit about the food, <laughs> which is the funniest thing. It's like she put baking powder in the mashed potatoes because she ran out of salt. I what the Paris fuck soap, are you talking like, about?
1: Like, oh yeah, because they're both white pow 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 powder. Yeah. That's insane.
0: <laughs> Baking powder tastes nothing like salt. If you just t- And nothing touch like coutane. It yeah, it's true. Um, don't snort it, kids. Uh, you will not have a good time. Um, so I've heard. So yeah, Amy wants everybody over for Thanksgiving. I guess everyone else has no plans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake doesn't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm.
1: He wants to leave as soon as he can. Like, I think Holt insists that he goes and Mm -hmm. then says, "Okay, you can leave if there's like a job. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a job that comes through and he's like, yes, I can leave. And Holt is like,
0: yeah, so Jake is like itching to go on this, like trying to find out who stole money from the evidence locker uh, Mm -hmm. or the evidence room. He won't dress up either. Like she wants him to dress nice and he wears like a hoodie
1: yeah what why what is this aversion to dress nicely because when holt first got the job he also kind of refused to, to dress night night n- nicely
0: i have a feeling that we'll get i don't remember so i'm just guessing but i have a feeling they're going to work this in in the future mm-hmm. when we meet his parents yeah i bet it has something to do with that
1: yeah or he could just have, like, a sensory thing. Like, my my brother just doesn't like the way some clothes feel. Like, fa- fa- fancy clothes. He only likes the way the t-shirts feel.
0: Right. Well, I think that Jake doesn't like to be told what to do, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that the, these writers are smart enough that they're going to spin something that has to do with, like, why he doesn't like to dress up. So, yeah. The, there's somebody stole some evidence. Some money. They got to go and check it out. Uh, meanwhile, back at the dinner uh amy wants to give this big speech uh oh my gosh you wrote like it- eight
1: pages and it's like is it d- double space or single space she's like it's two-sided and he's like the amy special or something i don't know like, yeah exactly so funny
0: there wasn't a lot of jake and amy flirting in these four episodes like it's like they put it in the last four and then they like forgot about it for a while so i was like it. yeah i was like no
1: flirting
0: there had to be some kind of well i they just they did not there was none. I didn't see it. It wasn't. Yeah. No, they decided not to do it. Um, Boyle, Boyle's still uh, crushing on Rosa, though. They were still pushing that. Like, I was like, no. And so am I. I'm with Rosa. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, please do not. I don't want that relationship to happen. I don't like it. It just They don't have chemistry in that way. I don't. I'm not saying Boyle shouldn't have someone. And I'm not saying Rosa shouldn't have someone. I'm saying they don't have chemistry together. I don't no. like it. Oh speaking of sibling Rosa, chemistry,
1: The actress is in in the Heights. Oh cool. She's one of the uh f- female f- uh friends of does one she of sing? the characters. She sings. She has she has a small part. She has like mm-hmm. a bit part, but she does get to sing. She has have a solo at one point. Like she was her character's very fun. Anyway, totally totally the opposite of the character she plays here.
0: Yeah. No, I've actually seen interviews with her and she's like not like that character at all. Like yeah. she's very bubbly and fun. Yeah. Uh, she's not, she doesn't have that. She's her, she's really playing somebody different from herself. It seems like, um, yeah. I, Terry, Terry's wife is out of town for some reason. And so he doesn't apparently know how to feed himself. So he's hungry the entire episode. And every time they try to get food, he's thwarted, which is a nice bit. Um, Oh, there were some just, I just wrote down a couple of lines every now and then that I really liked. There's like a, there's like a part there's one time where like uh amy walks up to rosa and um gina and she's like hey guys guess what and gina's like did what did she say she's like did are are you on the cover this week of hair pulled back magazine yes i love that oh my gosh what a weird specific (laughs) great joke but why Um,
1: why is that bad why is hair pulled back bad like she says, I think like she just means that Amy's
0: like, you know, Amy's really uptight. A tight, uptight. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what and also Rosa and Gina are their locks are always very yeah. loose and flowy. Um, We get another sad story. OK, so Jake keeps saying he hates Thanksgiving. It, we don't have to wait too long to find out. He's got a couple of sad stories. Uh, one is that. um, So what he really wants to do is stay home, watch football by himself and eat uh, uh, mayo nuts. Do you remember what mayo nuts are? I forget. <laughs> what are mayo nuts? Are they nuts wrapped in mayo? It's spoonfuls of mayo with peanuts on top. <laughs> no! I forgot Look, about that. I would that. try Sorry. it. I would try it. No.
1: I would try would it. not. I would not let you.
0: It sounds kind of good. It's crunchy. It's soft. I don't know. I, I like would, mayo. I would, I would substitute the mayo
1: for like mar- marshmallow fluff. Like try some peanuts and marshmallow so you want a, fluff. So
0: you want something sweet rather than savory? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I'd still try a bite of mayo nuts, but I—it it is a very sad dish to eat for Thanksgiving. Sounds like it's better than Amy's mashed potatoes, though. You don't look happy at Sounds all. Sounds so bad. Uh, so, yeah, so Jake, apparently his mom, his dad wasn't around. His mom always worked and he spent Thanksgiving alone, which is so fucking sad. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievably sad. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't want anything to do with Thanksgiving. And I get that. That makes sense. He's like, fuck this holiday. And I'm like, I hear you. Like, if I had terrible memories like that, I understand why you wouldn't want to be reminded every year, like, of this sad, traumatic thing that was part of your life. Like, the sadness of being alone on that holiday when other people are being together. Like, that sucks. Um, So then we have, like, Holt and Jake, like, on an adventure together, which I always enjoy. Eventually, they do catch the guy who's like the brother of another guy. You get your classic family, big family fight um, where everybody's having a big brawl. Yeah. And then uh, the other folks uh, decide to go to the bar, try to get some food, but then they get kicked out. Because Amy throws a glass against something at the bar and it shatters all the shelves. And uh, so there's this moment where... They wrap up the case. Everybody else is back at the precinct. And Holt's like, I'm going to go join everybody else. And Jake's like, I'm going to go home. And Holt says to him that you, you know, it sucks when you have like these bad family memories, but as an adult, you get to make new, a new family and new memories if you choose to do that.
1: Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't have a new family yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if he wants one. Yeah, we have, he
0: hasn't really said anything like that.
1: In the next line, he said something about how, oh, wait, that that, that was an old woman well, well, I that wasn't a...
0: Yeah, he uh, wants to take her out on a okay. date at the Mahjong table. No. <laughs> I wonder, if, I, I, maybe, she, maybe she turned him down. Maybe that's how he ended up back at the precinct, dressed in the suit. So I thought that was really sweet. I actually, for a long time in this episode, I thought Holt had like made up the entire... Like, I thought he had fabricated the whole chase just to get Jake on a thing alone. Like, I really was like, oh, Holt made this up so that they mm-hmm. could get away and he could talk to him alone. That wasn't what happened, but that's what oh, I thought. No. So, uh, but I thought it was nice that Holt was really trying to be like, hey, I mean, that's, I mean, Holt is the good dad. He's the good dad in Jake's life. And he's now like, hey, listen, you got a new family and you can choose to have a, you can have a good Thanksgiving if you want to make that happen. Mm-hmm. um i think what was missing for me in this episode and i understand this is a sitcom i really do but what was missing for me is that i wanted to see jake make a choice to put on the suit and go down to the precinct because that's what he does he puts on the suit he goes down the precinct they have which is actually like an amazing takeout dinner you know where charles is like ordered takeout from and you yeah. know charles with his food blog i'm sure he's Later in a couple episodes, we'll see that actually his taste in takeout is a little weird. But at least in this episode, I was thinking, wow, given that Charles is such a foodie, I bet this is like the cream of the crop of the the takeout in this area, you know? But yeah, Jake does end up going to Thanksgiving and he puts on the suit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know how you how you felt about that. But I was like, I really like I felt like the way him and Holt left it, he was like, I'm just going to go home, man. And it didn't really sink in. And I I feel like I just wanted to see I wanted to see him make that choice personally.
1: Yeah, I I think uh, I think it was uh, a
0: good choice for him to go back for sure. But what I mean is like we didn't see it happen. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like Holt gave him advice. Jake was like, nah, bro. And then he presumably went back home and changed into a suit. But we didn't see him go we didn't home, see him go back, flick on the game, and go. You know what? I actually want to be with my friends. Like mm, I wanted, I just needed something. I wanted to see that, him, to and, see him like, think about choose. It. Yeah, mm. and I know this is a sitcom, yeah, and we sitcom is fast paced. We don't have fast-paced. any of those slow mo
1: moments, those like thoughtful mo, mo- moments. But yeah. some,
0: but I wanted that. I really, I wanted to see that happen. This isn't
1: know? girls, Nicole. This isn't a dramedy.
0: I know, but I feel like even sitcoms can have moments like that. There was something he could have, you could have made a joke in there too. It could have, there could have been a bit, you know, like maybe he gets home and he tries to watch the the move, the the football game, but it's no fun because he already knows the score because he went to the, the bookies place and now he already knows the ending and it's like not going to be any fun. And, or maybe he tries to eat the mayo nuts and it tastes gross. I don't know. You could have made a joke. I just wanted to see him.
1: now that I'm thinking about it, have you ever actually seen a scene with a person alone? Like, are they always in a group on Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, good I feel like question. they're always in a group. It's a very—it's such an ensemble show that there are no like, let's look at this person's day
0: with them by themselves. Like, I mean, you're right. That's a good point. I will start thinking about that though and see if I do notice anything like that. But Jake is a central character. I don't know. I just was like, ah, I wanted that. Like, I feel like it's missing. I did really like Jake's toast at the end though. Mm-hmm. Um where he like gave everybody a role in the family. Like he's like I've got two I've got two black dads and I've got two Latino sisters, sisters and I've got yeah. you know um whatever whatever the whatever Hitchcock is two white, sons is, this or two white br- brothers or something. Sad this weird sad baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um which was all very sweet. Um yeah. So that was that was nice. Anything else to say about episode 10?
1: It was not as good as the episode, the, the the Thanksgiving episode of Friends for me. Yeah,
0: no. Also, I think there are better Thanksgiving episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Okay. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, I would say of the four that I watched, and I did watch these at the pool. Oh. Well, you know, my kid's been home all week because mm-hmm. my my daughter has a cold, and in the age of COVID, whether you have she doesn't have covid she got a test Mm -hmm. uh so she doesn't have covid she just had a regular old cold but in the age of covid if you're if anyone in your house if any of the children in your house are are have a cold or a cough or stuffy nose like everyone stays home so the all the children have been home all week none of them went to camp Uh. they've been home all week I know it's Charlotte. Well, well, she was really bummed because she was supposed to go to rock climbing camp. That was what she was going to do this week. So They're all going tomorrow. So they got Uh one day that they get to go because everybody because she's not. Uh, Do you have to pay for all of that? Uh, The rock climbing camp is going to refund us. But unfortunately, the other camp, I don't think they will. So we're just gonna eat that money. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. They, it's in their policy. We knew what we were yeah. getting into. Anyway, uh, I so we took the kids to the pool because we couldn't stand to have them in our house anymore. And so I brought my iPad and I actually watched uh, several episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine and took notes while at the pool. Before <laughs> anybody gets upset with me, there are lifeguards at the pool, and my husband was also there with me. So uh, it's not like I just like tossed them into the pool and forgot about them. Um. Anyway, uh, of the four episodes, I felt like this one and actually episode eleven was like, eh. Um, which was the Christmas episode. Yeah. I also oh, thought that was one was Christmas kind of episode. not yeah. terrible, just not great. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't have a lot of notes on it. I was just kind of like, well, yeah. let's see. Uh, this one is about uh Holt. Okay, actually, yeah, this episode was a uh, uh basically Holt was uh, there's death threats on Holt's life, and so mm-hmm. Jake has to be his bodyguard or whatever Mm -hmm. which was kind of weird um the whole the writing of this episode was a little strange because first of all I was like why would Holt pick Jake and also Mm -hmm. and then later Holt's like I picked you because I wanted you to be a rule breaker and it's like well okay um I did like the bit where Jake handcuffs himself to Holt so that Holt can't like get away because he's at the safe house yeah. Also, for a second there, I thought we were actually going to see Jake's mom's house because he's like, "I'm going to take you to my mom's house," but it really it's a safe house. Um, I loved
1: the flashbacks of of Holt when he caught the swimming. Oh gosh, kid. the freestyle I like, killer, the freestyle killer. What oh called. my gosh, I yeah, love those killer. like those flashbacks of him like talking to this killer like and being a being like, you
0: know. Oh yeah, where he was like a, a real dick. snarky detective guy. Snarky, yeah, I yeah. love anytime we go back to 1980s Holt i'm always really thrilled about it perfect yeah um but yeah so jake has to keep holt in hiding so that he doesn't get assassinated i guess (laughs) by this like guy this swimming guy uh that uh put away at one point Um, how did the freestyle killer kill again they didn't say was he didn't freestyle into your face i think there was a missed opportunity for a joke there yes Uh, just like the disco killer that we saw a couple, uh, you know, I feel like that the disco killer, he had like didn't he like strangle somebody with like a disco ball? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so I liked Holt and Jake getting handcuffed together. I liked even more when Boyles came in and Boyles, they're trying to, each one of them is like trying to get, so Jake's like, you got to help me Boyles. Because uh, Holt is trying to, you know, get back to the precinct and solve this murder on his this this case on his own. And Holt's like, no, Boyles, you got to let me free. I got to find out who's putting out a threat on my life. And Boyles can't decide who to help. So he handcuffs himself to them. That was great. That was great. I actually yeah. thought they could have gotten way more mileage out of that joke. Like, I think what would have made this episode more interesting is if the three of them had been locked together longer mm. and had to navigate dealing with each other while handcuffed together. That was mm. a really great bit that they only used for a short time. Mm. And I, I, I think they could have gotten a lot more mileage out of that joke. Yeah. Um, Terry is going through a psyche valve trying to decide if he can be back. Oh on the force. yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. And she gives him like, uh, li- like, a, a word associations and he, it always leads back to gun Death or gun yes. kill or like something yeah, like that. Yeah, he
0: should not. He should definitely not be on the streets. <laughs> still, yeah. Um I did think the ending. So the ending was good. They all track down the freestyle killer who's been released yeah. and is now thre- trying to threaten uh Holt's life. And then Boils jumps in front of a bullet to in save Rosa. R- r- Rosa, yeah, yeah. And so now Rosa's gone a little soft for him. He gets shot in the butt. Hmm. Um, which then becomes a big part of the next episode, which I think they used very well. Um, but yeah, just Cholo Trio, just like ass up in a bed, like yeah, very good comedy. Like him, yes. just like just his butt, just kind of slightly stuck up in the air, yeah. And you could just see his the just the cheeks of his ass a little bit. Um, very funny. That was uh, a good good joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't have, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say
1: about this episode? Um, I liked that Holt, um, like he, I mean, I didn't like this, but I guess I thought it was endearing that he like, um, he did feel that there was a threat, but then he mm-hmm. told Jake, he like led Jake to believe that there was a threat. And then, then he led them, led him to believe that there was not a threat and he was just trying to get him to. What what was his excuse? Uh, yeah, to... it, this was all
0: very muddy, I think, was my problem yeah. with this episode. Like, it didn't super further the relationships between them very much. I think what was supposed to happen is that we were supposed to see Holt behaving in a way where he was kind of breaking the rules the way Jake mm-hmm. would, but That's it true. didn't really play for me that way. Yeah. Uh, what Holt said was, I don't want anyone else getting involved because this is my fault Mm-hmm. He felt guilty because when he was a young police officer he or young detective, he was taunting this guy. And so this guy had mm-hmm. wanted revenge on him. So he was basically like, I hope you think every day about how I'm going to be swimming and you're going to be stuck in a tiny room. Yeah, And yeah. so him taunting this guy is what led to him wanting revenge, I guess. Uh-huh. And so he didn't want anybody else to get hurt. That was the whole thing. It, I don't know. Didn't really work for me. Super great. Um, yeah, But also... Boyles does get hurt he does get shot um because of this but you know it's like part of the job i guess you know you might get shot in the butt shall we move on to episode 12 pontiac bandit my favorite of the four episodes this is my absolute favorite this one is of my the favorites
1: only episode from brooklyn 99 from the season that I remember. Oh yeah. Like because it was so because the twist of the end
0: was so good. Oh yes. Ah, uh, and Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. So good. Great, great character actor. Um, so Doug, I wrote my first note is Doug motherfucking Judy. Yes. <laughs> I love him. I love when this character appears in the show. Anytime I see Doug Judy, I'm like, fuck yes. Um, also, him and Jake's relationship is so great. Like, it's funny, and the actors have re- like Andy and Craig- and Craig Robinson have such great chemistry as actors. But also, just the fact that Jake is like a police officer who can't help but want to be friends. Like, Doug Judy is so so charismatic and like mm-hmm. fun to be around that he wants. Like, they kind of are, they kind of end up being friends, even though they, they like shouldn't her, be. They have like Man crushes on on each other or something. Ugh. Also, like the way he's like flirting with Rosa the whole time. It wasn't creepy. Mm-hmm. I thought I actually thought it yeah. was really funny. Yeah. Um. And she seems like she's kind of into it. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the idea is. I mean, e- this episode had everything. You had the Pontiac Bandit. You mm-hmm. had the puppies. I know the. <laughs> I you, I was hoping, like Sarah's gonna love
1: this. <laughs> you've. I've heard all three of us or you've made all three of us sad or something like that
0: oh my god that, I love that scene so Terry Colt was like- I know Holt has <laughs> these puppies and he's holding that poor poor Andre Brown's like holding puppies the entire episode he's probably peed all over they he, and and he's his everywhere. arms I'm sure his arms are tired yeah. he's holding puppies the entire episode the whole episode but they're so cute and they were so I would so, not mind
1: I, would no, be like, I the they get pee on
0: me I don't care please pee on me I don't care they're so cute <laughs> anyway um so you've got Doug Judy you got the puppies. But yeah, Holt is trying to foster these puppies, I guess. And he tries to give them off to pan them off to Terry. And Terry's basically like, I got kids. It's a madhouse at my house. I yeah. can't put these puppies through that. Yeah. And Holt's like, you've made us all very disappointed.
1: <laughs> all three of us. <laughs>
0: oh, so, cute. He's so cute. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> so you've got the puppies, but also like boils his back but he shouldn't be he's like yeah, he's, he's in half cast. in a cast he's got like a half body cast on he's on this like uh real wheel, standing wheelchair thing that he can't really mm-hmm. get the hang of and yeah. he needs a lot of help yeah like he needs people to reach into his cast and retrieve things that he drops down there he like he he can't pick he up doesn't coffee, pour cups. Co- coffee down his yeah. cast and so and who yeah. pours milk down his cast oh that's gina? uh gina yeah so he's trying to get coffee but he pours hot coffee all over himself and then gina pours milk down his cast to soothe the burn i guess <laughs> and also because milk and coffee go together yes that was a good joke um <laughs> that was good. but yeah i also think we got this is why this episode is so great. So you got a great guest star, right? Mm-hmm. But also you get a lot of Jake and Rosa's relationship, which we haven't really seen a lot. We've seen a lot of Jake mm. and Boyles. We've seen a lot of Jake and Amy, um, Jake, and Holt. Jake and Holt. We haven't seen hardly any Jake and Rosa. And apparently they went to the Academy together and the, they have this whole thing where if like one of them has a hunch or something and they really want to, they're like, you got to trust me on this. They, they promise they'll do a thousand pushups if they don't. Mm-hmm. If they're wrong, and so that was really a great little, a great little piece. Also, like so, the whole thing with Doug, why, why is the scheme so elaborate? So he's been picked up by Rosa for identity theft, mm-hmm. which should be Jake is so stupid in this episode. Like that should be his first clue. He's got this is Jake's problem. He's got such tunnel vision.
1: He does. He likes um doug so much that he is but also he wants to catch the
0: pontiac bandit Mm -hmm. who he thinks is not doug he doesn't he doesn't consider doug a a possible suspect yeah why though because doug told everyone to tell the cops that the pontiac bandit is an asian guy with spiky hair and a british accent that's true who which when they see when he said all that stuff i was like that sounds absurd Mm-hmm. like there's so many details and it's not because i don't think an asian person can have a british accent it's because it, it was so detailed mm-hmm. they're like asian guy nice suit spiky hair british accent i was like that is so many details that's that is so fake but like then they have the character with all yeah. those things um who's a hairdresser poor guy mm-hmm. um but yeah so Doug's been picked up for identity theft, which I feel like should be Jake's first clue. Rosa, I feel like, is onto his bullshit real quick. Um, but he makes them take him to his mother's house uh, to get his phone and then meet in an alley with a guy and then let him go alone to like... A, and he basically escapes. Like, they put a wire on him and he's supposed to meet with the Pontiac Bandit, but really the Pontiac Bandit is his hairdresser.
1: Mm-hmm. and And
0: Doug is the real Pontiac Bandit. And multiple yeah. times, Rosa's like, this is super fishy and jake's like i don't know what you're talking about um because he's just like he's so focused on i've got to catch this guy and he's Mm -hmm. very i think also like you said i think charmed by doug and you know his laser discs yeah um so that was but why is it so elaborate is it because it's a sitcom or do you think doug was enjoying it's both i think doug was enjoying setting the trap as well he was. like he made it elaborate for a reason yeah because he enjoyed being with the cops and them not knowing that he's actually the Pontiac band that's part of his uh his thing is he, he 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 likes that probably yeah and it I guess maybe his thinking was I'm trying to rationalize this and I know it's a sitcom so it, it doesn't really require that much thought but I feel like maybe he was like, well, I'm going to get pinched for this identity theft and they're going to find out that I'm the Pontiac Bandit anyway, so I might as well unveil myself in the most dramatic way possible Uh, and have a little fun. That's how I kind of saw it. Yeah. And do you think that when they
1: wrote the episode um, and had Craig come in, do you think they knew they were going to have him be a recurring guest star role?
0: Uh, Or did he
1: just do such a good job with it that they were like, we have to
0: have this guy back? I'm going to guess that they didn't. I think just like patent. They probably were like if we br- if we want to bring this character back, I we we like it'll be great to have him come back because we've got Craig Robinson who's a great actor and we've got Patton Oswalt who's a great actor. So like I think they it may have been in the back of their heads, but I I don't think they probably planned a storyline for him or anything. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they were just like we're going to write this one off and then some some at some point down the the road they were probably like, "Ooh, let's bring Let's do another Pontiac Bandit. Like somebody has another idea for that, I think is probably how that went yeah. down. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Um, I loved the scene where Jake walks out of the house in the white suit. That was amazing. Hilarious.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious.
0: Um, everybody starts hurting from hiding from Boyles because his need for it was sad, actually. He's like, I know they're hiding from me. And he's like, I was just lonely and I couldn't sit at my house anymore. But like, mm-hmm. don't you have Netflix? Like surely he could have watched like only I know, but he even... could have watched like Anthony Bourdain or something, right? I mean, he's a foodie. No, mm-hmm. you don't like Anthony Bourdain? You made a face. I don't like to watch food shows. Oh, what
1: well, what's that about? I don't know. Well, I think it's years of being afraid of food.
0: Fair, fair. Don't want to think about
1: food any more than I have
0: to. Um, Speaking of food, when, they, when everybody feels really bad about abandoning broils or boils sorry i keep calling him broils uh every time once they actually once they actually apologize they let him pick the f- food for that day oh no 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 that was not the apology that was something they did because he had come back okay you know how i feel about people eating on screen Mm-hmm. the scene where he's eating the hoof <laughs> was revolting i had to look away what did he say he said something about what did what was the line he's like this is the best part of the stew and you suck out the i don't know what he said because i had to turn away i don't know oh my god what it
1: was something so gross that it was just like
0: it was the slur it's like the slurping like props to the actor he did a great job he really committed but i was Mm -hmm. like i can't i'm not going to survive like i will not survive this scene i have to look away
1: yeah, I wish I could rem- rem- remember the line. But he was
0: like slurping it. Was yeah. it a real hoof? I don't know. It looked real. It had like it had like a leg attached to it. It had like uh, it had like cartilage. It was yeah. revolting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in the end, the Pontiac Bandit gets away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that Jake and Rose's friendship is tested because Jake, you know steamrolls over here just like he does everybody else yep um and uh i also really like the part where rosa tries to flirt with him to get uh to with the uh, doug to try to get him to turn around and come back yeah. and, and he's, he's, like,
1: like, he's like i know you're te- teasing me but uh, this is just proof of how hot you i think you are or something like yeah this. he's like
0: he's like i know yeah basically he's like i i i i i am considering it even though i yeah. know that you're just trying to catch me yeah um and then she makes him do a thousand push-ups mm-hmm. as punishment. Yeah, and the and the Pontiac Bandit lives to steal another car, uh, which we Good will episode. see him again soon. So, any other thoughts about episode twelve?
1: No, I mean I just can't wait to see Craig, yep, rah, 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 rah Robinson come back and play that that role again.
0: Yeah, I I'd lo- I I look forward to seeing him back uh, I uh, and see that his relationship develop with Jake, because their relationship does develop over time, as I recall. And uh, now Rosa's also on the case. So next time we have the Pontiac Bandit, Rosa will be back to be involved. Um, and I just really liked all the scenes with Rosa and Jake. I just really thought that that, that, that relationship was great. Um, they really, because Jake uh, has this, like, sort of... Uh, Open, innocent, but also like kind of frantic energy and Rosa, the character is very kind of still and mm-hmm. deadpan. And so them mm-hmm. together and Jake's like exuberance and, and his hubris mixed with Rosa's like really level headedness, like all of that really. Uh, worked really well together i also think that's the same reason that amy and rosa scenes work really well together again like i think i noticed in these four episodes a lot how similar jake and amy really are Mm -hmm. even if the characterization is a little different in the but like a lot of their i guess uh flaws uh their character flaws are very similar yeah which is maybe why they don't get along so
1: good sometimes yeah
0: yeah all right. Final thoughts. Any final thoughts? Oh, we didn't even talk about the cut. There weren't that many cutaways this time, but I did write down a few of my favorites. Okay. Uh, there were no sex tapes this time. Nope. Um, so my favorite. So my two favorite cutaways of the cutaways were. Um, well, was from episode 12 was Terry having to hold boils up so he can pee in the urinal. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's like, there's a hole for my penis. <laughs> And, but my favorite, hands down, had to be um, the cutaway to Amy's magic themed singles night. Do you remember that? No. There's, she's, <laughs> it was during, it was at the very beginning when they're talking about the search history. Ah. And Amy's search history was that she was looking for a magic themed singles night. And they were like, what's that all about? And she's like, well, I go on a oh, lot of dates. With the, the, the guy who disappeared his, un-
1: his uh, underwear. And she's like, Mm, yeah he
0: does a couple magic trips and then he disappears all of his clothes Mm -hmm. and she's like oh no (laughs) that's what this is no thank you (laughs) uh so that was definitely um those were my my favorite cutaways i think amy the best cutaway of all four episodes was definitely amy at the magic uh for singles (laughs) I think the best was
1: Holt and the freestyle Killer.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's a good one yeah. too. That was a good one. Um, shall we do our moments of thirst? Mm-hmm. Um, who should go first? I have three. Okay, how many I do you have, have? I have three. I could okay. possibly four. I have three. I have three and a half.
1: <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> Okay, can I go? Yes. Please go. So do. uh Jake looking at Patton Oswald, I see crying with sympathy. Aww, like when he first yeah. when Patton Oswald first starts to cry and and he like wants to like give uh uh Jake a hug and Jake's just like he just kind of looks at him like um like he feels feels for him but also doesn't want to hug hug him or talk me. about it or Yeah. 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 Aww. Um
0: the emotional vulnerability. You like yes. it. Yes.
1: So two um untucked shirts. Just noticed there were lots yeah. of times wearing untucked shirts. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. even though with a tie but like his shirts were untucked and I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's how that's how I I, I like shirts. Mm-hmm. Keep um, that shirt free. Yeah. Keep that belly free. Um yes three the boys to men easter outfit boys to men easter outfit you know
0: i almost wrote that down but i was like this is absurd right why am i yeah. attracted to him in this fucking weird white suit it's something it was the it was way the he confidence it yes it was the way he it was moved the attitude it wasn't the suit because the suit was yeah. very ill-fitting but yes. his, but his confidence and the yes. his like body the way that he moved in it was hot yes yes i agree you could
1: tell uh craig was not what is his name the 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 bandit doug was just like all right like like, what is happening here (laughs)
0: uh wow i'm so glad we were on the same wavelength about that because i literally started writing it down but i was like i've gone too far i was like i've gone too far um that was great those were great moments of thirst um Okay, I don't know what – I don't know. I was in some kind of mood today, Sarah. So I'm just going to preface my moments of thirst by saying that. Number one um, is, for me, is, like, in the first episode – Oh, Jake, when he gets angry, he got angry with uh, the fire marshal. He got mad. And I was like, ooh, I like him mad. Like, I just, like I, – I was like, yes. Um, same episode – When he's breaking into the pizza place, there's something about his like it was again. It was like the way he was. I don't know why, but I found it like really hot. The way he just like shoved that knife in there and just like broke open. Anger. What is? I don't know what. I'm in some kind of mood today. Okay. (laughs) Um, I have some needs that apparently need to be fulfilled. So, and then um. I, my three and a half, my half is that I always love Andy in a suit, but I thought the suit was a little weird. Like, I was like, there's something weird about the suit. Like, it's like... Which suit? The suit he was wearing at Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, I was like, I like the suit, but it's like, it. there's something about it that I was like, it's not... Like, the suit isn't... This isn't the best suit I've seen on him. The costume department... Didn't do him dirty, but I think they could have done better with that suit. And maybe that's because the idea was that Jake doesn't like suits, so he doesn't really have any good suits laying around. Maybe that was the plan. Anyway, but I always like Andy in a suit, so I had to write it down. Uh, And then lastly, the push-ups. And Mm. as it got worse, like the longer it went on, I was like, yes, I see the sweat forming. I see the arms straining. (laughs) And I like it. So I don't know what's yeah. happening. I don't know what's happening inside of me right now, but those moments sex. <laughs> I do. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom, but I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Uh, I'm ready for some Adam and Andy trivia.
1: So this is some Andy tri- tri- trivia that was brought to my attention by my boyfriend. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. It's exciting. not that he's like, look, looking for stuff, but he, if he comes across stuff, he's just like, hey, this this could stump Nicole. Yes, please um, stump me. I
0: want okay. to be stumped.
1: This is an eight-part wow. multiple choice. Oh, my it's God. Like, eight-part multiple
0: a, choice. A A B C D E F G H. Okay. It's like taking the AVID certification exam. I might have to write this mm-hmm. down.
1: Okay. Who created Andy Sandberg's Facebook account?
0: Oh, fuck. Okay. Hit me.
1: A. Yorma Tacone. Okay. B. Barack Obama. <laughs> C. Akiva Schaefer. Mm. Uh, D. Mark Z- 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 Zuckerberg. <gasps> no, really? E. Joanna New- New- Newsome, F. Jimmy Fallon, G. Natalie Portman, H. Kristen Wiig.
0: Oh, my God. I First, I thought this was really going to be easy, but then, well, let's see. I could see Kristen Wiig doing that just as a joke. Um, I could also see his wife doing it because maybe she's like, hey, we the family we all have a Facebook account and so you've got to have one um Akiva sure I could see him doing that Barack Obama s- seems unlikely but so unlikely that I have to give it a second look uh <laughs> I feel like if Mark Zuckerberg was creating a Facebook account for Andy Sandberg, it would purely just be to elevate Mark Zuckerberg which which sounds like something he would do um uh have I missed anybody else? I know Yorma Nat- was on there. Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portin. I could see her doing that, you know, to get revenge on Andy for some joke he wrote uh, that she had to uh, had to endure while she was on SNL. And the, I think he was a Kiva.
1: No, I said I said Akiva. You said Akiva? Yeah. And and, Yor- and Yorma.
0: I'm gonna go with my original instinct, which is Yorma. Okay. That's my We're instinct.
1: Wrong. What What is your next choice?
0: You're wrong. You're oh, next, your I have to choice? choose again. I'm just going to make you choose. You, you, you get it. Then I'm going to go with Kristen Wiig. Nope. Jimmy Fallon. Nope. Fuck. If it's Barack Obama, I'm going to shit myself. There's no way it's Barack Obama. His wife? Nope. Akiva? Nope. There's no way it's Barack Obama. Nope. Mark Zuckerberg? Yes. Mark Zuckerberg?
1: is Yes. There's That's actually, so creepy. There's actually a bit on jimmy fat 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 allen where andy tells the story of how mark zuckerberg created his facebook account because apparently um so mark was on an episode of snl Mm -hmm. and so they had known each other through that and then they ran into each other at some event or something and andy just casually was just like oh i think mark said something about doing something on Facebook and Andy was like, Oh yeah, I don't, don't have an account. And Mark was like, really kind of like, Are, why? That's why don't you have an account? Like you should just have an account. Um, and so he created him an account and Andy was like, okay, but like, I don't want your friends to friend me. I want you to be my only friend just like you and like, no one else like don't send me other friend requests or anything. And so, um, he created it, and then like the next day or the next few days, um, a- 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 Andy all of a sudden got a lot of friend friend requests, and so he t- called Mark and was like, "Hey, I need you to do tech support. Like, how do I stop these no- 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 notifications?" And so Mark had to be like, "Go to se- go to s- settings and click this, and then."
0: <laughs> okay, number one, <laughs> fuck Marcus Zuckerberg. That is the absolute, and I but I was right about why he would do it. That is the absolute most narcissistic bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Secondly, Andy, as a grown man in your 40s, I mean, I know he was probably not in his 40s, but maybe in his 30s when this happened. How hard is it to look at your set privacy settings or not your privacy settings, but your notifications and just fucking turn that off on your own phone? The fuck? Some, Some people are not
1: good at the tech stuff. Some people don't find it. I in, mean, a intuitive. quick Google will
0: tell you. You know, God. some people
1: aren't intuitive, intuitive enough to even check Google. Goo, 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 goo. Like, I definitely know some people who just ask into the void or like ask someone they know. They don't. They won't even do a search.
0: Mark Zuckerberg is creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. That was a good piece of trivia. You got me. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm appalled. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm sorry deact- that I appalled you. I just no, I thought No, I'm it was not good. appalled by you. I'm appalled okay. by Mark Zuckerberg. Thinking that everyone has to have a Facebook account. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Leave the man alone. Andy doesn't want a Facebook account. He doesn't want it. I hope he deactivated mm-hmm. it eventually. I don't know. I didn't check. Um, well, I'm sure if... Look, if I'll be honest with you. If I were actually a celebrity, like a real celebrity, who people would want to... Who, who people gave a shit what I said. I would have a public social media with my name on it simply for communicating shit about something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And I would have like a several burner accounts that are just like me, but you don't know it's me so that mm-hmm. I can actually navigate social media as a, as a, as a, a person, an entity that is not, that people are not, don't have their eyes on me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I I would I would not try to interact with the public at large as myself. I would have a I would have a secret identity. Mm. I I feel like I don't know how else you could enjoy social media. Like Adam Driver, who has no interest, I'm sure, in being on social media, would never be able to enjoy social media as Adam Driver on t- Twitter. No, it would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, uh, Andy Samberg. Of course, he doesn't want all those people on Facebook friending him. Ew. I think
1: that if I were f- were fa- 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 famous, I would probably not do so, so 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 social media, or I would just have like a select group of people who I really trusted. So you'd be on, on private, my, my pri- private account. I'd probably defriend everyone I don't personally know closely. Just because I'm friends with a lot of people who, like, I don't see them. I haven't seen them or heard from them in years. And who knows what I post that they might see that that I have no idea where it goes or, like, who's on their accounts or I don't know. So I would probably just – yeah, and I actually have uh, – well, the guy I went to prom my senior year with, he, um, he, he did that when he got kind of fam- famous. He, like, unfriended everyone who he didn't – who he wasn't close with.
0: Hmm,
1: which included me.
0: <laughs> oh well, yeah. Well, that's us you- But I totally get that. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, like I said, yeah, I would. Um, I would have my my pu- my public account would become pretty curated. Yeah, uh, or I'd hire somebody to curate it for me, and you would would post
1: things about y- being like insecure about your art or you wouldn't post about your kids or you wouldn't. No,
0: I would do that on my burner account. I would, I would traipse around the internet, making all the comments, retweeting all the things, being myself under Mm -hmm. anonymity. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I suspect that's what a lot of celebrities do. And I, I can't blame them. You should be able to enjoy the digital space without being bombarded constantly. Like Mm -hmm. you don't owe people anything Mm -hmm. outside of the work that you're giving them, you know, I'm I chose to be in this movie because I wanted to be in this movie. This is what I'm giving you, mm-hmm. right? I'm giving you this movie, I'm giving you this character. You mm-hmm. they don't owe us anything else, yeah. This is my off hours, I'm yeah. Not you can have a life, character, and I, I know that life. that sounds absurd coming from a podcast where we're like where the whole shtick is that we're obsessing over these actors, but I don't feel entitled to them or their personal yeah. lives in any way, yeah.
1: Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But oh, wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood.
0: Are you ready to spin the wheel of Adam to yes. find out what we're watching next? Let's do that. Okay. So I've got the wheel up. Can you see it? All right. Mm-hmm. So new. F- I put some new films on there. So this week on the wheel, we have... Patterson, mm-hmm. Francis Ha, mm-hmm. Hungry Hearts, mm-hmm. and the report. Okay, have you seen any of these? Nope, okay. none of them. Let's spin that wheel. And it's, I knew this was going to happen. It's going to be the report. What is that? uh here, let me read it to you. I this is the only Adam Driver film that I have what started and didn't finish. Ooh. Uh, it's not a bad film. I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, I not. I don't want you to think this is, like, I, I didn't finish it because it was bad. Um, I'll explain why I didn't finish it in a moment. Idealistic Senate sta- staffer Daniel J. Jones, tasked by his boss to lead an investigation into the CIA's post-9-11 detention and interrogation program, uncovers shocking secrets.
1: Oh no. Is this like Guantanamo Bay? Yes.
0: So the reason I didn't finish it was because I was like upsetting <sighs> content. Yeah. I I was watching it and I was like, okay, Adam's great and I just this is too much torture for a Sunday evening. This is too much torture for a Sunday night. I just can't. Do Mm -hmm. this. Um, But I'm going to, but I can, but I will watch it for, but I know that this character is a beloved character in the Adam Driver catalog. Uh, Lots of fans uh, who are big fans of Dan Jones. Is he a hero character or is he a villain character? He's, he's the, he's a hero character. He's the, he's the guy who's uncovering the conspiracy. That's his. role in this movie. He's actually yeah. this is, he's the lead act, the lead character in this movie and he is trying to uncover a government ex- conspiracy. That's what I watched
1: is. a doc about Guantanamo Bay like years and years ago and it really upset me. Like uh, really bad.
0: Yeah. So um I
1: But luckily this isn't a doc. I mean, it's still based on. I
0: I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't think it's going to probably be like that, but I mean, it isn't about a happy thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but, but I also, I also don't want to not watch this movie just because it's about something that is a bummer, you know, like, I mean, um, I am committed to watching all of his movies and, the the performance was good and i and and i may just not have been in the mood for that type of movie that night either so i i i don't want to like you might i think you might really you might really enjoy this movie not the torture stuff but you know like it is you know it is an interesting movie and uh i think i think his wife as a as a, a small like a like a cameo role in this movie as well uh joanne um anyway uh we'll re- watch the report uh that's what we're gonna be watching next um and uh yeah uh before we go uh i did want to of course i wanted to say that you can always reach out to us uh and tell us what you thought of this episode is there were there's where there's things that we missed um about um you know brooklyn 99 uh the episodes that we watched um what are your tips if you're performing conolingus uh, and singing at the same time, what are your tips? Uh, Tweeted us at Adam Andy pod. That's where you can find us on Twitter or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Adam and Andy podcast. Um, I also wanted to, I don't know, just plug a little, just a little thing that Sarah and I are working on together right now um, called Mr. Pleasure. Uh, it is a film that I have written uh, that Sarah and I are directing and starring in. And it is about a group of lady scientists who are building sex robots. And um, one of them falls in love with her robot. Um, and so it's a sci-fi comedy um, romance. Romance. Um, and I'm really proud of it. And we've been working on it for a while. Uh, Sarah and I have been working on the script together. Uh, we just had a virtual reading of the script. Really um uh, well. Yeah, it went really well. Uh, I've been making doing some rewrites, and we are we've got a lot of fun things planned um, as we continue to develop this film. So, uh, if you're interested in staying uh, uh, staying on up to date with what we're doing, we also recorded this really cool like roundtable discussion about like sex and intimacy, and we with our um, with uh, the other one of the other actors and uh, a producer on the film, Ava Davis. Um, And those will be coming out on all the social media for Mr. Pleasure very soon. So uh, check us out um, at Mr. Pleasure Film on Facebook and Instagram. And I think the Facebook page is at MP Film because uh, Zuckerberg won't let you use the word pleasure in a handle for a Facebook page. Like I literally got a message from Facebook saying uh we can't use the word pleasure uh now did i tell you the rest of what they said sarah the note that i got it was not only can you not use pleasure but you can't advertise products for sexual and like like if 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 it's a product that has to do with sex it has to be educational or it has to be health like a health related thing like a a sexual health it can't be about something that 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 people enjoy it can't be about Mm -hmm. enjoying sex not so uh that, that's weird to me. Of all the things I see on Facebook that I'm bombarded with daily and mm-hmm. and I, I can't use the word pleasure in my Facebook page. Anyways, yeah. uh if that sort of thing outrages you, might you might enjoy our roundtable. Uh we talk about a lot of interesting stuff and I'll be I'm working on editing those episodes and those will be coming out. So there's gonna be a lot of fun things in addition to if you want to follow along with how things are going with our movie, um, and uh and that sounds like a, a film and uh, type of subject matter that would be interested if you like sci fi, if you're if you like sex and sci fi um, and funny things, uh, you might enjoy uh, us in this movie. So check it out, Mr. Pleasure Film. All right, Sarah, um, I'm out of tea. Oh. Don't tell grandma. I won't, but I'm out of tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we're gonna call it a night. Uh, come back and uh, you know, join us. Next time, when we'll be talking about uh, Adam Driver in The Report. Mm-hmm. Grandma. Grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs>